So I sat down and I just started typing this thing out. Yeah. And it was like funny and it was like had nothing to do with anything. We sent it out and that email made me over $100,000 in sales. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Hey, it's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy, and it's time for episode 74 of the Method email marketing podcast where you'll discover one simple thing how to make money every time you send an email to your list. Pretty cool stuff. Now, today I'll be talking to Mr. Russell Brunson. Russell is one of the most accomplished info marketers around on the planet. Uh, he sold millions and millions of dollars of his own products. He's helped clients do the same. He, I just bought his book actually on what's it called? I'm looking at the shelf right now. It's like 101 split tests, and it's got some great ideas in there for testing if you want to, you know, ideas for split testing. Anyway, today we're going to talk about how to build, how Russell. Right, how he builds and manages a multi-million dollar email list. So how does he use his email list in his business to create uh, a basically a crap ton of money or a crap ton of profit and revenue and sales and all that stuff that we all want? So that is today. We're going to get into that in just a minute. Now, to get the show notes for this episode of the Email Marketing Podcast, go to themcmethod.com slash 74. Now, this week's McMaster's Insight of the Week is a special one. And I'm not sure if I've mentioned this before, uh, but email... The insight's basically this. Email is just one piece of the puzzle. There's one thing I've realized over the last, I'd say, over the last three to six months. It's that sometimes it's easy to think that, well, email, you've heard about it from me, from Andre Chaperon, from Ben Settle, from any of these big email marketers out there, or sometimes just a you know, marketer, someone who's told you about it. And you're like, wow, email's going to change my business. And unfortunately, it's probably not going to change. It's not going to revolutionize it. It's not going to you know, make you a millionaire just because you start using email, right? Email is just one piece of the puzzle, right? In business, you've got any traffic. You need a conversion process and then you need sort of a, an economic process where you make people buy a, a lot of stuff, spend a lot of money with you. Now, email falls under that conversion banner. It's really just one step in that conversion process, another tool in your arsenal, another weapon you can use to make someone buy your stuff, okay? So instead of just thinking, well, email is going to save me and email is going to make everything better, you really got to have the mindset where you think, well, within my business right now, within everything, all the different things I could do, everything on my to-do list, everything that's not on the to-do list, where can I make the biggest impact? You know, you've got a big ass wall in front of you and there's one spot on that wall that if you tap softly the whole wall will come crashing down but if you tap it anywhere else the wall's like a you know it's a wall of steel there's no way you're getting through it okay so you have to be a bit of an engineer and think well is email really the biggest uh, you know biggest area of improvement right now and if not what is and then go work on that Okay. Now that we've been talking about about this in McMaster's uh, a little bit, and uh, now McMaster's is my private uh, it's a private training community. There's training products in there on how to you know how to write emails, how to create pages that convert, how to basically build a, a sales funnel that's really converting well. And what I'm really excited about today is I've just added a ten fill in the blank templates. Now these templates are based on uh, the story selling the, st- the sort of the story based story selling format that I use in my own list. And uh, what I've started to do is I've taken these ideas and, and the method that I teach and uh, created some templates that you can use. You, know, you sign up and you basically take the template, you literally fill in the blanks, then you add it to your autoresponder software and you send it out. You know, So the idea is that someone can sign up and have, say, a five or a 10 email sequence on the first day. They don't even need to, you don't even need to learn how to write emails. You don't even have to struggle with writer's block. You don't have to do any training at all. You can just fill in some blanks and uh, maybe some people... 
some of the people who are in there have tweaked them a little bit to sort of fit their audience more. But, you know, I know for a fact, like, I'm a copywriter and even I prefer, I would much rather have a template that I can work off than be starting from scratch. Because even if you do tweak it, it's just so much easier. There's no, there's way less creative energy and creative power needed. So anyway, I wanted to mention that those templates are inside McMasters. To learn more about McMasters, just go to themcmethod.com slash McMasters. That's the sales page that'll give you all the information you need on whether you should sign up or not. Anyway, that's enough for now. Let's get into this little interview conversation with Mr. Russell Brunson. It's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy. I'm here with Russell Brunson. Uh, Russell's one of the most accomplished info marketers around online. He's uh, sold millions and millions of his own products. And uh, he actually just put out a recent book, which I've got right here in front of me, called uh, 108 Proven Split Test Winners. And he sent it out all the way to Thailand, uh, which is pretty cool. He's got .com secrets, which uh, their goal is to help 100,000 people earn their first $100 online. He had some other cool goals going on too. And success, ECT or success, etc. I'm not sure how to say it, but they want to help make the world more healthy, wealthy, and wise, which is pretty cool. How's it going, Russell? It's going awesome, man. Great to have, uh, great to be here with you. Yeah, good to have you on, man. Before we get into sort of the content, tell the uh, the listener. I've kind of given them a little bit of a background on who you are. Some people might have heard about you anyway, but for someone who hasn't, give the listener a bit more background on who is Russell Brunson and what does he do. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so yeah, my name is Russell Brunson, and um, I look like I'm probably 11 or 12 years old, as everybody tells me. <laughs> Um, but I've actually been doing this game for a long time. I've uh, had my online business for over a decade now, over 10 years, which is just crazy. I feel like a dinosaur in, in internet years. But I've been doing this for a long time. And because of that, we've had a chance to test out and try a lot of things in a lot of different markets. We found a lot of stuff that works really good and a lot of things that that, that don't work good. Um, but I'm super passionate about business and about marketing and about the testing. Like you said, our, our most recent product is our 108 split test book, which is you know, four or five of the markets we're in. We do a lot of heavy split testing. And so we kind of just shared all of our results and gave it away for free. And uh, it's been a, a ton of fun. And yeah, that's kind of, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm probably one of the biggest marketing nerds you'll ever meet. I buy every book, every course, half to go through their sales process and half to, to see what I can get from the, from the information. Um, you know, prior to, prior to my marketing world, I was a, I was a wrestler. That's kind of my, you know, my, my passion it was wrestling forever. Now I do more jujitsu because it's like wrestling for old fat guys. It's kind of nice. You don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to work nearly as hard as wrestling, uh, but you still get kind of that. That, that rush and I got a wife and four kids and life's awesome nice man you're in Boise Idaho right yep living in Boise okay I got a friend from out there have you ever been to Thailand there's tons of uh, like Muay Thai Jiu Jitsu a couple of friends do it I uh, know no I've never actually been there but one of my one of our old employees actually um, was a Muay Thai fighter from Thailand and he uh, so we had two or three years we hung out a lot with him and so but I've never made it out there I really love, would love to it'd be fun you should come check it out man it's a good place uh, anyway, let's talk about some of the content. One thing I brought up was uh, you've got a podcast on daily Seinfeld emails, and you talked about an epiphany on email marketing. So let's let's sort of dive into that and see what we can, uh, what sort of fun we can have. Tell me about that. Yeah, so we've been doing email marketing forever, right? Like that's kind of I was lucky. My very first mentor was a guy named Mark Joyner. Some of you guys may have heard of him. Uh, he owns a company now called Simpleology. And, um, and I'm grateful that he was my first mentor because a lot of mentors teach different things, but he like drilled my head, like build a list, build a list, build like that's all he would just, he preached. And so for me, that was like, you know, that's all that matters. So I, I focused my first three or four years, hundred percent on building a list and it served me ever since. And so, um, big into list building and then try to figure out like how, what's the best way to monetize your list, but keep them happy. And you know, like kind of that, that balance, like, how do you, how do you do that? And I've had times in my business where I've totally screwed it up and I've killed my list. I've had times where I've had to, you know, go back and rebuild it because of that. I've had times that were awesome. And so 
it's kind of interesting. Like, I, I'm not, you may have had both these guys on your show. I'm not, I'm not positive if you have or not. But there are two kind of guys I started really looking at. It was interesting. They had very like um, conflicting beliefs on how to do email marketing. One of them was Andre Chaperone. Yeah. And uh, Andre's whole thought process is these soap opera sequences, right? Somebody comes in and you have this 5, 10, 20, and he's got like 80-day like soap opera sequence <laughs> email series. And I don't know how he does it, but that are weaving together these storylines and sucking you in. And then he'll like, he's like a sniper. And all of a sudden he'll like introduce this offer after like 80 emails and like everybody buys because they're, they're so connected. Right. And so there's like that whole school of thought. And I thought, Oh, that's really cool. I like that. But then I met this guy named Ben Settle. And I don't know if you've had Ben on your show or not, but Ben just like sends out a daily email every single day <laughs> and they're all over the place. And I was like on his list and stuff. And it was funny because at first I was like, this is really cool. And after a while, like his email started, like I was getting emotionally charged by his emails. I remember like a couple of days I'd wake up and I'd read these, I'd get so angry by these emails. And I was like, just so frustrated. I was like, I can't stand this guy. Like, I don't like the way he does his marketing. doesn't like anything. And then one day it was literally like six in the morning. I was on my phone in my bed reading one of his emails. And I was so upset. And I stopped and I was like, whoa, look at look at the reaction he's getting out of me. Like, this is like amazing. Like I haven't had every single morning I'm reading his email first. Every day I'm getting frustrated or annoyed or whatever. I'm having these like emotional impact that's like sucking me in and making me keep reading, right? And I was like, wow, there's something to this. I need to step back and pull my emotion out of it and look at like what he's doing. Hmm. And I started watching and I think that's one of the big takeaways for anyone is a lot of times is look at what people are doing, not what they're saying. And uh, that's kind of those times I stepped back and I started watching him. And that's why I gained a really big respect for him. And I've become friends with him since. Um, but just realizing his model. And so his model is kind of like, uh, I can't remember if, if he told me this or if I just kind of, I, I don't remember what, but, but like his model is kind of like a daily Seinfeld email. And uh, you look at the difference, right? So you got soap operas, which if you look at a soap opera, it's a multi-email sequence that's dragging people from thing to thing to thing, and it's it's a soap opera, right? Mm. Then you look at the TV show Seinfeld, what's the difference? Seinfeld's like these shows that each show's kind of its own standalone episode. And if you watch the uh, the episodes where Jerry was trying to actually pitch a show on on uh, NBC or whatever, right? And there was a show called Jerry, and they're like, what's the show going to be about? And they're like, it's a show about nothing. And they're like, well, why would anyone watch a show about nothing? They're like, well, it's just... <laughs> Cause it's, cause it's there, it's on TV and like this whole big thing. Right. And the, obviously the irony of it was that Seinfeld was a show literally about nothing. Like if you ask someone like, what's the Seinfeld about? They're like, I don't know, people just <laughs> hanging out. Right. Yep. But it's like the greatest sitcom of all time. Right? It's been off the air for like 20 years and people still watch it every single night because of what it was. Right. And really like the daily Seinfeld emails, the, the, the power of them is very similar. It's, it's emails you're sending out that don't really have much to do about anything. Um, they're more just kind of like telling a story of, it's more like entertainment, right? Telling a story about what's happening in, in, and then from there somehow tying it back into, into your product or your service. And so after I, after I met Ben and he kind of walked me through some psychology about what he was doing and, you know, why I was getting so emotionally charged by his emails, he was like, you know, it's very much just like thinking each day, like what's, what's something that happened in my life that's it's exciting or dumb or funny or annoying or, or whatever. And then you just kind of write this email about it. And again, the email has to do, has nothing to do with, with anything. They're just kind of these, these random emails. And then somehow at the end, you have to tie it back into, yeah into uh, your, your product, right? And so so for me, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of walk through my psychology really quick and then I'll dig deeper into actually Seinfeld. So for me, like if you look at our businesses now, the way we do it is when somebody first joins our list, um, at that point, they don't really know who who I am or some of our businesses, I'm not the guru, but they don't know who the, who the attractive character, who the guru is, right? 
Hmm. And so I think that the best way to do that and to build that initial bond with your audience is through the soap opera sequence. And so typically someone joins our list and they go through anywhere from like a three to a 10 day uh, email sequence. It's kind of like a soap opera. I, I can't write the 80 day ones <laughs> that Andre does, but they're shorter and they, they kind of like build, they, they very quickly build a relationship with um, the attractive character because that's like the key because otherwise in the future, they're not going to open your emails. They're not going to buy your stuff. They've got to have that, that relationship. Right. So, so before, because this is something I was talking to a client about today, is how when someone signs up to the list, if they've got no idea who you are, before they're going to buy anything, they've got to know who you are. So you've sort of got, yeah. uh, I mean, Ryan D scores like an indoctrination sequence where you, the goal of that, you know, you're saying 12 emails, is to literally just indoctrinate them so they think that you're awesome. So you, that's what you're talking about, right? You're telling them a story exactly. about who you are, the positions you as the authority, that you as the trustworthy guy or girl, so on. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Because you gotta have you gotta have that. Especially because like when you're driving traffic, you're taking through a squeeze page. Usually, it's kind of blind. It's something to increase conversions, right? Mm. But after you've got them in, now it's like now you got to warm them up, and it's got to be pure relationship. I don't know if, if your listeners or you've tried like if you if you do a, a landing page that's all like you focused, uh, and you start driving cold traffic to it, it doesn't convert at all. It's, it's really frustrating actually. But you you go and uh, and do one that's very. Um, like blind and that can then you get them in but then it's hard to keep those people around just because like they don't know who you are and so it's key for me is like that first three to five days we're building this awesome relationship then after that after we built a soap opera and we've got that relationship with them then i transition to to what we call in our internally here our daily seinfeld emails and i, I can read you one or two of them if you want to hear them because the very first one i sent out it was totally like it was one of those days where like all this stuff was happening and it was frustrating and we had a bad sales call a sales call that went bad and it was you know, I'd upset. So all these things are happening. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to write a Ben Settle style email, uh, like a, a Seinfeld style email. So I sat down and I just started typing this thing out. Yeah. And it was like funny and it was like, had nothing to do with anything. And we sent it out and that email made me over $100,000 in sales. And I was like, <laughs> huh, I should do this more often. And so anyway, so do you want me to read you that, that email? Because that email is my favorite one yeah, I've done do so it, far. All right. So the subject line said, true story. He flushed $20 million down the toilet today. So that was the, that's what went out. And then here's the, the copy. So it said, so yesterday we had a guy who applied for my inner circle program. I saw his app come through and I was actually really excited because he's in the golf market. Now I'm no golfer, but I've got a lot of friends doing $20 million plus in the golf market online. I saw his product and I knew it was a home run. So the coach who was going to call him back asked for my opinion on his business before she called him. I sat down with her for 10 minutes and pulled up first his three major competitors. Second, I showed her every site that they were successfully buying traffic from. Third, I showed her the top three converting ads for each of his competitors. Fourth, I showed her the sales funnels that were converting and the main reason why his was not. I then showed her the two media buyers I would use if I were in the golf market, both of who can send over thousands of sales a day consistently. Uh, and armed with this information, she called the guy up. Now he was a little cocky and rightfully so. So he'd sold over 100,000 units of his product on TV, yet for some reason he couldn't figure out this pesky little internet thing. So she started sharing with him some of my ideas and then he stopped her. Look, I've read 20 books on internet marketing and there isn't a single thing that Russell could teach me that I don't already know. So she tried to explain, look, you could read a million books on jujitsu, but that's not going to help you in a street fight. Now I thought that was pretty funny, but what happened next was just sad. He said, well, Russell doesn't know anything about golf, and then he hung up on her. Now, while he was right about me not knowing anything about golf, I know everything about selling golf stuff online. I've been doing this now for over 10 years, and I've personally trained over 2,500 companies in my offices here in Boise in those 10 years. I've worked with a lot of golf guys and even one golf gal. Now, I've worked with people in just about every market I can think of except for bowling. I've never had someone teach bowling come to me, which makes me sad because bowling is my third favorite sport behind wrestling, number one, and jujitsu number two. Anyway, so you notice how these emails just like, I'm just 
talking about stupid yeah. things, right? <laughs> so anyway, uh, for anything else I can think of, I've helped them map out a funnel, show them what they were doing wrong, introduce them to my media buyers, show them what sites to buy their ads on and what they should be spending, what they should be spending to acquire a customer in their specific market. I then usually intro them to the gurus I know in those areas. After speaking on Dan Kennedy's stages for over six years, I got to meet almost uh, most of the gurus in most industries and it makes it easy to find connections for those people. Those are the things you can't learn in a book. Those are the things that bring to the table for my inner circle people. My goal for them is not to teach them more stuff, it's to make them more money. Anyway, if you got a golf product, let me know because I've got a killer $20 million a year blueprint that this dude just flushed down the toilet because of his arrogance or his ignorance. Either way, he lost out. So you can just plug in and run with it. Or if you sell, well, anything else, I'd love to help you out with that. Our next inner circle meeting is here in Boise in May. If you'd like to come, you got to act fast. You can apply here. Boom. And then, oh, we only accept cool people. If you like to flush money down the toilet, please don't apply. Thanks, Russell Brunson. <laughs> Sent that out. We got like a hundred and something applications. And from that, we signed up four people for inner circle at 25 grand a pop. <laughs> so <laughs> I was just like, that was like so much fun. And it was just me kind of ranting about just telling this random story and somehow tying it back into to what yep. we're doing, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've seen that. Like I, I was uh, playing around with the Andre stuff about a year, probably a year, year and a half ago. And I like it works. It goes well. But it wasn't until then I like stumbled upon Ben Settle, a similar kind of story. Started using that, and that was when everything sort of took off. Like the whole people, yeah, you know, people started listening. People started responding to the emails, and uh, it was quite incredible to watch. And since then, that's pretty much all I do. Every email is like a self-contained, you know, Seinfeld episode. Where it's a random, yeah. it's not even a story. Like sometimes, like you, you can just have a rant about. I've, I told a story once about how I almost got arrested here in Thailand one day while driving, or another <laughs> one how I, I think I, I went mountain biking one day and crashed into a tree. I think I was in a subject <laughs> line. Just like the most random stuff, and it's blown me yeah. away how you take anything. That's like, the stuff that gets people to move, right? It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true because like think about like people are bored out of their minds. Like like life is kind of boring. Like, that's why people love Facebook. They sit there for like literally hours. Every night they go to bed, they before they go to bed, they scroll for like 20 minutes through Facebook trying to find something to entertain them for five seconds so they can go to bed. Yeah. Like that's the world we live in right now, right? And so like I think one of my big epiphanies, and I think that was the the premise of that podcast you're talking about, was just it's less like teaching and training and more just entertaining. That's what people are looking for. And they'll yeah. buy if if you entertain them, they will buy from you. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, people want the education, the training. There's, uh, there's thousands of blogs out there on every topic. The training's not hard to find, but the entertainment is because most yeah. people can't deliver. I mean, you, can, you can still teach someone in an email when you tell a story like, or just have, have like an anecdote or a random whatever. You can still teach them stuff, but even if you don't, the entertainment is the value for a lot of people. Like anyone can talk about tips, but not everyone can entertain. Yeah, that is true. So what and it's actually a lot easier than than the other stuff. Like after you learn it, at first it's kind of like hard because you're like, uh, but after you do it, it's like, like literally I wake up in the morning and I'm like, okay, so what happened today? Uh, or what happened yesterday? Okay, my kids did something stupid or you know whatever it is and then I just write a thing and send it out and, and boom, yeah. gets, gets reaction. It's kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> I've done things where you set a timer. I do like a 15-minute timer and just think, all right, let's just bust this out as fast as possible. And some days you end up with, with a terrible email. Send it out anyway. But... I mean, it's not terrible. You know what I mean? It's a bit like, uh. Yeah. But uh, you can just pick up anything. It's crazy. Yeah, just pick a random line. Like I've shown people, I've been at you know, dinner before or something, and just to show someone what I mean, I'll pick like a glass on the table and uh, turn that into an email. It's, and then get them to do it too with some random, like a fork. And once you sort of <laughs> get the idea, you can take anything and link it to anything. It's, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. 
And the key, though, like he says, linking it back to your thing. So that's I, I talked about this a couple times, and people are like, oh, I wrote Seinfeld email. They show me. I'm like, all right, well, technically you did, but you never sold anything. You have to tie it back to your thing somehow. <laughs> like yeah. telling a story is one thing, but how does that somehow tie back to your to your thing? And and sometimes it's not obvious. Sometimes it's like, in fact, I've seen even Ben a couple times. It made me laugh because I saw some of his where he's just like, what's that do with anything? Nothing, but go buy my thing over here. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, so like, if you can't leave anything, you can do that, but you got to bridge the gap somehow and, and kind of bring it back, you know? Yeah, I mean, how do you how do you manage this? Say with the long term things, I think because like the email that you mentioned that you got a hundred thousand dollars off, and that was the first one you sent. I think part of the reason that would have worked so well is because you weren't doing that at the time. So it was very much a pattern interrupt in terms of an email. But once you do it every day, or once you do it frequently, I think it, it starts to lose its effectiveness because people start to expect it, and when people expect it, it doesn't sort of interrupt or break that pattern as successfully. So what sort of you know, you've got that indoctrination sequence when they first sign up, and then what do you do after that? It sounds like you, you do the daily the Seinfeld email, but are you doing this every day indefinitely? Or how do you um, in in theory, um, I wish I was as perfect as I as I wish I was. Like if in a perfect world, I would send out email every single day this way. Um, I haven't been as perfect, but yeah, I mean, basically, th- there there's the pattern, but there's different types of things, right? It's not just always like a random store. Sometimes it's it's it could be some training or some content or something. And for me, like we roll out new products every month or so, and so my my call to action when I'm pushing people is different. So so it's always tied into kind of the new thing we're doing. You know, someone like Ben, I think it's interesting that I've been on his list now for like three years and every day he's pitched the exact same product for three years. And I don't know how someone does that because I think that eventually there's the, you, know, you talk about the pattern thing, but just the nature of this, like because each one, I mean, conceptually they're the same, but the content and the entertainment is different each one. I don't think that there's the pattern thing as much. Um, it's more like, what are you, what are you pushing? And, and, um, and like I said, for me, it's just because each, every two weeks or so we transition to a new product, a new service, a new kind of thing we're focusing on. Um, a new front-end offer we have, it can change for us. You know what I mean? Okay, so you're so rotating an offer. Every two weeks, you change the offer. Whereas Ben Settle, he's got email players running in every single email for years at a time. I don't, I don't know how he does that, but he's, <laughs> he's crazy focused. I just have too much cool stuff I want to create and put out there in the world. And so and so for us, so if you look at my business, it's kind of interesting. Um, we have tons of front-ends. And people are like, you have tons of products. And we do, but like the back end's the same on all of them, right? Like I'm taking everybody in the same direction. Mm. Um, I just realized that for me, like people are all, people are going to respond to different things on the front. Like they all need the same thing in the back, right? Mm -hmm. They need my inner circle. Like that's what, that's what people need. They don't know that initially. Like they think, oh, I'm in an e-commerce business or I'm doing this or I'm doing, like they've got their thing that they think that they, you know, for them, they think their business is different. Like everyone does. And so because of that, we create different front ends to attract different people. Like I've got a front end for people who want to sell high ticket stuff. I've got a front end for people who um, are network markers. I've got a front end for people who are selling info products. We were creating a front end for people who've got supplements. Like we've got, so all these front ends and they're just front ends to kind of introduce an idea and then get somebody into our, our core back end, which is the same for everything. Right. So for me, like on my business is the back end. We just have these front ends that attract different people into it. That's and so for us, like my, I got my list of a half million people and I have no idea, like, you know, my messaging talking about, you know, information marketing is only, is only relevant to half of them, let's say. Right. And the other half are doing physical products. And then I got to transition and talk about my experience, with the physical product business. And also those guys all start raising their hand. They come in the door and then we can get all those people into our programs and we switch it to like a supplement thing. We get people interested in that. And so that's kind of how we run our, our businesses. Every, every few weeks we're changing up the front end just to attract and, and suck out a different segment of our audience and bring them into our, into our back end programs. Okay. Okay. So you've got, so the front end might be the different angles that the different types of businesses that you've got. But then at the end of the day, every business owner needs a good mastermind or a good sort of inner circle coaching program. And that's really, 
Like it doesn't matter exactly. what sort of business they have. If they can work with you and the coaches, it doesn't matter. You can just work on any business and you can help them out. Yep. That's the idea. Exactly. And it's the same with like you know, any business. Weight loss industry is the same way, right? Some people – and so like your, your back-end coaching is the same. But how many different ways – you know, there, there are people who want to lose weight. People want to gain weight. People want to – you know, females, males – uh, people post-pregnancy, people pre-pregnancy. Like there's so many different front ends you can attack. Like if I was in the weight loss space, that's what I'd be doing is I'd be figuring out all the markets I want and then I'd create little front ends to to attract those people in. Yeah. Um, so you'd have like a cheap product for like 20 bucks, whatever, for each different angle. Exactly. And that funnels into the two, 300, 500, whatever main product, the flagship, yep. how to lose your weight, gain muscle, just the Boom, whole does everything it. for you. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. And it works that way in every market. Like how do you splinter out to attract different segments? Right, right. And are you doing like, so when you say you're doing the emails, you've got 500,000 people on the list. Are you segmenting them out in terms of like saying, oh, these are the our info marketer guys because they've come through that funnel, they've clicked on links or something like that? Or are you just sending the daily emails? They just go ahead to everyone. So good question. So this, my initial soap operas are, are specific to the landing page they came in through. Yep. And after they've come through that, now we, we just group everybody together because the reality is, is, is the dude who comes in an info thing, he may be interested in info businesses, but he may have a physical product business, right? Mm. Or whatever it is. And so I don't know who those people are. And so like, if I'm selling something specific just for info, I can go and, and mail just that segment. But usually for a front end, I'm kind of just casting this, this uh, net out there and trying to find out who's going to respond because like they may be in a network marketing business and they hate it. And so they came through all our network marketing funnels. And so I can sell their marketing stuff but in the back of the mind they hate it. And I introduce info marketing or I introduce supplements and all of a sudden they're like, oh, this is the greatest thing in the world. You know, yep. after they come in the initial thing, then we've got this big pool and we're just casting nets out and trying to grab the the segment that we think will be interested. Yeah. What's what's interesting about that is so many people like spend I've had people on this podcast where they go on and on about segmentation and you know granted there's reasons or that you know there's a good time for it. But I like how you know your approach here it's very simple and you know bring them in, give them that soap opera sequence that's relevant to you know in the context of where they came from. But at the end mm -hmm. of the day somebody who's got that supplement business, he might have an e-commerce business too or you know an affiliate business like that. So that makes your life and whoever's you know managing the list makes their life so much easier because you just send email out to everyone. You don't have to worry about yeah. it. You don't have like ten different lists with you know otherwise then you'd have to have ten daily emails. That'd be ten emails a day for ten different segments. That would suck. Yeah. Well and I fought that a lot because that's what people I mean, you hear some people talk about segmentation and only targeting the right person and um, I really had a big epiphany. I was um, I was out to dinner one night with this guy named Rory Fat, who he's like the guru of the restaurant industry, right? Mm. And so I was like trying to figure out, like, I want to make a front end to get all the restaurant people. And I'm talking to him and drilling about his his business and and trying to figure out, you know, what his audience wants. And he stopped me in the middle. He said, he said, Russell, you know what all my people want? And I said, what? And he said, they want to be out of the restaurant business. And I was like, really? He said, yeah, everyone, like the number one thing that they want to do when they start a business, like yeah, if you survey the world, they all want to start their own restaurant. As soon as they start it, they hate and they want out. He's like, so for me, helping them figure out other ways to make money outside and get them out of the restaurant industry is what all of them want now. And I was like that epiphany of like, wow, like that's, you know, who, who knows what people want? Like, who, who are we to say? And I think we can segment and, and, and target things so specifically. We're speaking perfectly, but, but maybe we're not. Maybe we're completely off because they may be in that situation, but they don't want that situation, you know? Yeah, it's kind of hard. Like segmentation almost implies or it, it sort of sets it up to think that people are black and white and they're just not. Yeah. Like so, and uh, yeah. I think it's sort of falling into trouble when you start treating a list like that. Where it's a bit more of a dynamic relationship. They're not just numbers, you know, or people on a you know in a database with a little you know tag next to them. These are people with you know varied interests. Yeah, and people will buy. There are things that people will buy everything you've got. <laughs> like people, that, that's yeah. you know what I mean. Like that's the other interesting thing is like is if you've got four or five things, they'll keep buying them. So why why hold those things back from them and not show it to them because they didn't 
fit the profile or the segment. I think that let them raise their hand, let them figure out. And I, I won't go deeper on a topic unless they've they've opted in. You know what I mean? Like most of if you look at our business, most of our front ends are like free plus shipping type things, right? Our dot-com secrets labs book that you that you got, 108 split tests, that was um, bait that we created to track people who already have websites and are interested in testing. Because that's a segment of our audience that in fact that just so you know, like that bait that we created um, has created more people in our inner circle than anything else we've ever done. We don't have as many leads from it because it, it repels the person who doesn't have a business yet. And the person who does have a business, it attracts them like crazy. And so we don't get as many leads from that, but the leads that come through are like gold for me, right? And so most of my friends are free plus shipping. So we just, you know, we're mailing lists like, hey, there's this cool new idea. It's free plus shipping. Go check it out. And now they're, start seg- they're segmenting themselves from our entire pool. They segment themselves. If they buy that, now they're in the funnel for, that we send them up right. that value at. So you're saying, I can't remember it now because it was probably a month or two ago now, but when I bought that, the split testing book, you're saying that I would have been up for like a so proper sequence of, I don't know, a week or two on, you know, who is yep. Russell Brunson, all that sort of stuff. And then I would have started, I think I probably, I rem- remember finding the, the insider circle, the inner circle emails at some point. So that was when I got yep. onto the main list. Uh, exactly. Interesting, interesting. Very sneaky, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's so simple. So you got like these different like free fronts. So you got the free opt-in pages and then you go to the the, uh, the front end like, you know, free product with um, pay for shipping and then you've got the inner circle. It's a very simple business structure. Yep. It's easy and nice is that it makes it easy because... Because all the, again, all the back end, the middle level products and the back end are all the same. And so all I've got to do is I got to create new free plus shipping things to test different markets. And it, I, I mean, I look at it as bait. It's who don't want to attract, create some bait for that, throw it out there, bring a new group. But yes, it's way simple. So you create the free plus shipping thing. We write our soap opera sequence, um, send it out, start driving leads in, and then they start adding a whole new, a whole new stream of, of leads and traffic into our funnel. And like I said, after that, they, after their three to five day soap opera sequence, they drop into our our daily broadcast, and and now they're in the gauntlet to find out what other what other offers they can raise their hand for. I'm curious, man, why why do the, the you know the free product with shipping instead of say like why not just give them a PDF or an ebook or a video? Why why do you send it out? Two reasons. Number one is there's so much free stuff on the internet. Like it doesn't it's not interesting. Like, hey here's a free PDF. You're like, all right, sweet, I got a billion PDFs I've never opened, right? But a free book or a free C D or free D V D is like it's this cool it's this cool thing, right? Um, second off, so you ordered the book a month ago, right? Yeah, a month or two ago, something like that. So is it sitting on your on your desk that you work at? Yeah, it's got a, yeah, the, the glossy magazine. Yeah, it's right next to me. I'll grab it. Yeah, see, the, what's interesting is I, I want that thing on the desktop of every single person in my market. I've shown so it. Every I've people wake over up, here and I give it to them and say, check out this book I got from Russell Brunson. It's like glossy and like, it's like nice. It feels like a proper yeah. magazine. That, like I mean, it's yeah, it feels like a magazine you'd find in a news agency. And people like, I literally, people are like, yeah, this this is in my bathroom. I read it every day. This is on my desk. I look at it every day. Every time I start a website, I open it up. Like, that's what I want. I want my name in front of their face all the time. And if it's a PDF, it disappears. If it's a physical thing, you get the mailman delivering it. They get that euphoria of like, oh, this cool thing I got. They put it on their desk. They show their friends. It's just, it just, it changes the relationship. And so I'm, I'm big on that. And just the fact that by, by saying it's free, our conversions shoot up. By having them pay shipping, it qualifies the buyers. Because yep. PDF, you get all these people from from India who have no money who will buy who will, who will opt in and download it, right? Like half our list is probably you know people in the Philippines who make twenty bucks a year, right? So it's like that's hard to <laughs> you can't sell those people things, right? Right. But with free plus shipping, they got to pull a credit card out of their wallet. They got to type in the digits. They got to click submit. 
So now I know those people are actual buyers and um, it just changes. Now, now that I know they're buyers, I can change how I market to those people. Right, right. I'm curious too. Like I, I know that if uh, someone might be listening to this thing, well, that's a cool idea, but I just don't have the resources to create a glossy you know, 200-page <laughs> magazine. How do you go, how does like a, a layman go and get, say, put to get, you know, take a PDF that they've got and they've been you know, giving it away to people? How do they take that and turn that into a glossy magazine and have that sent out and do it sort of automatically so they're not actually... Yeah, there's actually a really easy way. So what we use is, uh, so again, with the, with Dotcom Secrets Labs, that book you got, like obviously we went over the top on that. But most of our students that we teach this process to, we show them to do either CD or DVD. Even if it's a PDF, like put it on the CD and tell people it's too controversial for the internet and you don't want it <laughs> getting linked. So it's got to be on this magic CD, right? Yep. And then we use a company called Disc Delivered. If you go to discdelivered.com, I think it's like $50 to sign up and then... Uh, if you put in a coupon code, .com secrets, which is my company name, they knock off 50%, which is kind of cool. And then uh, you, they will send you like the artwork for the DVD and you just design that, send it back to them. You record your CD or your DVD or PDF and then you mail them a physical copy of the CD and then they'll do print on demand for you. And it connects to, to most shopping carts. So somebody orders it and then they just ship out the DVD for you. And like I said, it's print on demand. So there's no like mm. it doesn't cost you anything until something gets sold. And so that's what we do. In fact, we got probably five or six of our front ends are just through just delivered because it's so easy to set up and uh, it doesn't cost us any money up front. Nice. Nice. Cool. All right. I think we're right on time. It's a fast, easy way. To like it's like a fast, easy way to just kind of test the market, right? Throw yeah. up a CD, put it just delivered, send it out, see what happens. If it doesn't work, move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice, cool. We're right on time. We're right on thirty minutes, so we didn't run out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> Very cool. And I, I was hoping I wouldn't bore you guys, so that's, <laughs> you got some good stuff. This is being good, man. This is being fun. Before we go, if someone wants to learn more about you, or, you know, sign up to one of the front ends, or maybe go and check out the Inner Circle. Uh, where's the best place for them to do that? Yeah, I would say the best thing is our, I mean, our main website's .comsecrets.com, and that's got our blog and our links to all our products and stuff like that and our inner circle. Um, the other thing is that um, we just ro rolled out a new software program that I recommend everyone checking yeah. out. It builds sales funnels um, called clickfunnels.com. Um, depending on where you're listening to this, we're actually, we, we did a beta launch last month, and then we closed it back down, and in about two weeks we're reopening it. But um, it's, it's software that I literally think will change the market. I took, uh, yesterday I built a 12 sales funnel that typically would have taken me, a programmer and designer, probably three to four weeks to design and get done. I built the entire thing in two hours, uh, as well as membership site. It will change our entire industry for, for everyone. It has for me already. Like I'm firing my entire team. It's pretty awesome. So <laughs> <laughs> that's at clickfunnels.com. Check it out, get a free trial and go play there. Cool. I saw that a couple of, was a couple of weeks ago. Stumbled upon that from an ad, I think, and it looks slick. I haven't tried it out yet though. Uh, oh, you will love it, and it'll change everything for you. And you're still selling the, the, uh, the 108 proof of split test, right? Yep. If you go to dotcomsecretslabs.com, they can get Bing. We'll pick that up for free and just cover the shipping. Go to ship that, get on that list. So that sounds good, man. Thank you. Uh, really, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. No worries. I appreciate you having me. A lot of fun. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more.